Woody and Frothy's Round 7 preview show heading towards Anzac Day weekend. Uh, the full crew with us to look towards an interesting round coming up ahead. A uh, bit of wet weather around in Western Sydney. See how that affects things. I don't think it's supposed to stick around. Is it, gentlemen? I've even looked, to be honest. No, I think just some showers for the next few days. That's about it. No, fair enough. Uh, we kick off Thursday night with Manly and the Sharks. Clashing at, as my screen refreshes, ready for this, Thursday night. We finally get a good Thursday night game, Sharks and Manly. For the Sharks, they were Fanukans out with uh, his HIA, as is Hamlin Ueli, missing through injury, which sees McGuinness start at lock, which we speculated a little bit uh, over the weekend. Katoa comes back onto the wing, and uh, Aiden Tolman comes back into the starting lineup. Manly lose Alloway and Kepi. Uh, as well as Cooler goes back to the reserves for Harper, who comes back in. Perhaps a misstep. I thought Cooler was pretty good, actually. Um, and Paseca starts with Alloy out. Barney, uh, off the clash of last week, you're sticking with your boys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I would have backed the Sharks with full-strength forwards teams to um, to be able to do enough to win the middle. And then if, as soon as they do that, they've got, um, I think they've just got more uh, ball movement and attack of flair on the outside edges than what Manly have at the moment. <clears throat> um, Aloe and Kepi are a big loss for the Manly side. They've basically been their defensive cornerstones and some uh, some pretty good aggressive ball running as well out of their middles. Without those two, I'm not sure how much uh, in the in the absolute middle of the field that Manly can offer that can stop the Sharks. I know where the Sharks are missing a few as well, but I think the Sharks will win the middle and then it'll just filter out to the outside edges. I want to tip them to win well, and I think they probably will, but I'm going to stick to 1-12 to just because we never beat Manly. I think we've beaten Manly fucking twice in about 10 years. <laughs> if we do, it's going to be an absolute scrap and we'll fall over the line. Um, Sharks 1-12. to I'm going to go man-to-match Talakai. I think if he gets good time, uh, if he gets good early ball, he's going to absolutely terrorise the centres out there for Manly. I can't see anybody stopping him, to be honest. And I think man of the uh, first try score will be uh, Ronaldo benefiting from Talakai. I, I missed uh, Nicoris back too after his COVID uh, gump. Yeah, I'm going to pick Cronulla 13 plus. I, we, we've said for a while that Manly's outside backs struggle a bit. And I think that they're going to have a hell of a time stopping Talakai and, and Ramian out there and, and Mulatalo and the like out there, you know, they get early ball. If they play anything like they played last week, then they'll win pretty easily, I think, at, at home. Yeah, I, you know, I can't see Brad Parker or Morgan Harper or Cooler or those guys stopping them on the edges. Nakora's back. Manly are missing a few. Cronulla are missing a few. And Manly are still really, they're missing turbo, so... Look, DCE will have to put on a masterclass for Manly to to even get close in this game. I, you know, I think Cronulla will, will win and win well. Yeah, I've got to go Cronulla thirteen plus as well in the battle of the beaches. I'd rather see this one be battled out by two rugby league sides, but anyway, if it's beaches, then it's beaches. Um, first try scorer, Ronaldo Mulatalo, and I'm going to say man of the match. Blake Braley, because this year I think he's put in some really big performances. 
but they're always just seem to be one or two players that have just had a better game. So I don't think we're far off of a, um, a, a Blake Braley masterclass where he is the definitive man of the match, if you will. Uh, I yeah, You've summed up well. The outs for Manly are bigger than the outs for the Sharks. Uh, I was spruiking the Sharks as the third best team in the comp during our review show 20 minutes ago, so I'm sticking solid there. I'm going to go 1-12. to Not quite sure why. Because it could be a, a, a blowout wouldn't surprise me, but just saying there's still going to be a little bit of starch in that manly pack for at least 60 minutes. Uh, I've got in big brackets Talakai as well. I think it's the obvious there. He's, he's going to terrorise these centres. But uh, I'll give my man the match for now to McGuinness. A full 80 minutes. We'll get a full 80 minutes in starting and um, be very solid. I'm surprised if he doesn't pick up a point somewhere along the line. First try, Ronaldo. Uh, just strong um, off the back of yeah, what we've all talked about already. I'll go first try scorer Katoa and man of the match Nico. Beautiful. Uh, the Friday night game at Broncos and Bulldogs, very, very interesting contest here. Two teams that, you know, we're saying are heading somewhere ish. Uh, they're now heading to each other. T. Marie Martin plays his first game in three years after almost dying, which is a, a fantastic story. Herbie's back. Tyson Gamble's a new number six because there's not enough change in his spine. Uh, and obviously Payne Haas comes back in. Corey Pakes starts at nine. Turpin's gone from the 17. Perhaps a good move there. A little bit of extra pace around the ruck. And Flegler's back on the bench. For the Bulldogs, Shoop comes in to start for Burns. And Corey Waddell, your man's back for Patalo. Gumpy, you were, you were bullish on him last week. You're staying bullish here. Oh, look, a win wouldn't surprise me, but if I go on how the teams played last week, I'll go, oh, I've got to pick the Broncos. Um, you know, the Broncos were good for 60 minutes against Penrith and, and stretched Penrith. The week before that, the Bulldogs played the Penrith, played Penrith and were never in it. Um, and Penrith played half pace the whole game. So, look, it wouldn't surprise me. The bottom teams you know, are inconsistent and that's the, the sort of the best that, that they can give. But I'm just, I'll go for the Broncos 1-12. to They're at home. I'll go, I, I think Hasback and I think that, I, gee, I hope shoot Mark Staggs because if Avrilo marks Staggs, he could break the record for uh, tackle breaks <laughs> and line breaks and, and stuff. So, but shoot's quite a good defender and was really good the night that the Bulldogs played Manly and mm. with Turbo. So, I think his defence is probably not really an issue. Um, I'm going to pick uh, Corey Oates to score the first try, and I'll pick um, Payne Haas for man of the match. I think he got a week off. He'll be nice and fresh and ripping and rearing to go. Uh, a result either way wouldn't shock here, but I, I'm with you, Gump. I'm going to go with Brisbane just on the recent, the most recent form. So Brisbane one to twelve. Adam Reynolds starting to hit some stride now. His kicking will certainly play a factor here, and I'm saying man of the match. And for the reasons you've suggested, Katoni Stags hot streak will continue if they can get him that clean early ball. He'll score probably the first try and maybe another two on top of that. Ollie. Brisbane 13 plus first try scorer Corey Yates, man of the match, Payne Haas. I go with Gump there. And Trent Barrett to be looking for a new job by Wednesday. Mm. I was really thinking that the dogs might be able to um, cause a boil over in this one, but 
I just think their defence on their edges is going to be their downfall. Um, Broncos 1-12. to 12. I'm going to have man of the match, Payne Haas, as I think everyone else has. He's going to have a point to prove coming back, and he's the best front rower in the comp. Has been for a good 12 to 18 months. I'm going to go first try scorer, Tavita Pangai Jr. I think um, the dogs may camp down on the Broncos line early from a mistake, and he might just crash over on an edge. The, well, it's not quite the derby, is it? But the clash of the two Queensland teams, Cowboys and the Titans, kicks off Saturday night with, for the Cowboys, Neen comes back in. Um, as my page refreshes here. Uh, as well as Jordan McLean. That'll be him. And uh, Ruben Cotter goes to the bench as a result. Uh, as does... No, that's about it. Yeah, Griffin Neen comes onto the bench. For the Titans, they are as per program from last week with Jaden Campbell named on the extended bench. Ollie, are we going to get a win here? No. Cowboys <laughs> 1-12. They'll be up 20 nil at halftime. Full-time will be something like 24-20. to 20. Um, Man of the match will be Jason Taumalolo because, of course, it will. He will just have a field day running over the top of some of these blokes. And... Um, first try scorer, let's say Valentine Holmes. I've broken him. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Ollie. And it took 18 months. I didn't want to tip the Cowboys, but unfortunately I have. Um, I just think that the, the Cowboys bench is going to offer a lot more than you've got three blokes there on the on the Titans bench in Lasoni, Jolliffe and Wallace who are just nut truckers. They just grab the ball and run straight up the middle. And when you compare them to people like Ruben Cotter, Tom Gilbert and Griffin Neem who have a little bit of footwork and a little bit of an offload and, you know, a little bit something else in their game, I think they may actually be the difference in this game. Didn't have the worst game, I said, that he's played since he's become a Cowboy. So I'm going to predict him to hit back and be man of the match in this one. I can see him putting a few people over in the centres and on the inside of some halves for the Titans. Cowboys just to score enough points and I think it would be a pretty high-scoring match. I think this will be high 20s for both teams. And um, the first try score of Valentine Holmes. I agree. I'm thinking this is a 28-20 sort of score line. I'm going to go the Titans, though. I'm saying they can find 60 minutes here and potentially 60 minutes of uh, point-scoring footy more than the 60 minutes of points going footy the Cowboys will find. And Ty Atino, man of the match, leading the way. And Greg Marzu, first try. Come. Yeah, I'm going to tip the Titans as well. I, I just can't tip the Cowboys. Uh, I don't like them, so I'm not going to tip them. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know that I can trust the Titans either. But I just think that they're a better team. I think the Titans will finish higher on the ladder. I... There's more upside to the Titans, I think. Absolutely, yeah. That, you know, I know that they've been disappointing in some games. I, I'm just pinning them that I think that they're going to put a game together and this might be it. They're going to win a game by 20 and everyone will go, well, there it is. The line's going to be drawn in the sand this yeah. week. Possibly, well, definitely. And I think that we'll see a, a, a better performance for a longer period of time. I'm going to go for first try scorer Philip Sami, and I'm going to go if the Titans win, David Fafita will get me in the match. He will do two or three really good things, <laughs> and and Ollie, I know that, it, but he'll do two or three really good things and win them the game this week. And won't have to do anything for a month. 
Oh, and I hope that they win for you. I do. Because you, you, you're a bit sad. And, <laughs> and, I, and I, you know, you're normally up Not to about the footy, just in general. Just to be... And last week with all the Easter egg references and the church references. And you're seen down this week. So more than anything for Ollie, I hope the Titans win. I think... Um... I'm just going through the initial stages of realizing my team's horrible again, and I want to get get, get back to the kind of non-caring, but also deep down caring uh, that you and Daggy have um, mastered over the past few years. <laughs> yeah, you'll be right, mate. You'll get through it. Tigers and Bunnies clash Saturday night, seven thirty game at I assume it's ANZ. Where is it? Oh, Combank. Yeah. Combank, yes. Uh, the Tigers. Home ground. Secondary home ground. Yes, secondary home ground. Tigers named the same 17 that performed last week. Bunnies. Simkin play. Well, exactly. I I don't think he will. I doubt it. If he plays, then he needs to get a smack in the head for the way he carried on because he's not that hurt. I can't can't imagine he does. I assume either Little comes in or. Recovers uh, better than a bloke who had a bender last weekend. Yeah. (laughs) I'd play Brooks at nine. There you go. The like resurrection that, there, yeah. and Jake Simpkins. That's I, I can see that happening, uh, and Madden starting. Madden at six. Yeah, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Moali back for the bunnies. Uh, Selly starts. Look, I'm tipping. I'm tipping the bunnies, but this was the game they, the Tigers, you know, nearly got away with last year. Yeah, but uh, bunnies one to twelve. Still not completely sold in them, but this might be the game yeah. they put it all together. I'm saying uh, that slowness around the ruck for a large part will allow Damien Cook to be man of the match and probably have a massive influence on the game. And AJ will probably just walk over untouched to score the first try and just have me pulling my hair out in about the eighth minute. Fine. Yeah, leg speed for me. Uh, this South, the, the, the leg speed out of the forwards for the South team can... If they get on a roll, it will be immeasurable and they will go on to win by a big margin. I think um, the only thing that gives me a little bit of hope that the Tigers don't get smacked this week is their defence in the middle last week was fantastic considering what they've put up for the five weeks previous. Um, they're gonna, I think they're going to need to hang on and go for the ride in this one. I think um, I can see Souths dominating my large portions of this game and directly down the middle of the Tigers. Uh, are still only going to give South one to twelve because I think the Tigers have found there is something to their attack and they can score points. So I'm looking at somewhere around twenty four pays twelve or sixteen or something like that from the Tigers. Um, but I think it will be quite dominant through the middle for Souths. They just may not capitalise on a few of their things. Uh, Elias and Walker have far been have been far from their best and they just don't seem to have that finishing touch at the moment. Not saying it won't come by the end of the year, but I can see this being scrappy at different times, even though Souths win through the middle. Souths one to twelve. Man of the match will be Cook. He's done it two weeks in a row. I can't see it stopping at the moment. He just looks like he's enjoying his football. He's just every opportunity he gets, he wants to run the ball and he's doing it quite well. And I think Cameron Murray may just um, dummy and go and score next to the post for the first try. Come. I think South will win 13-plus. I think physically and emotionally on a five-day turnaround, the Tigers might struggle this week. Yeah, good point. Um, they, you know, rightfully so, celebrated a big win like they'd won a grand final and uh, that was emotional. They, prop- they put everything into that game against Parramatta and with a five-day turnaround, I don't know that they've got 
the ability to come up and play a, a side like South. I think that 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 left for South will will click. I think Cody Walker again, and and I'm pinning faith in like I did in the last game that I think that players will start to that may have been out of form or, or start to hit a bit of form now round seven, eight. Um, so I think Cody Walker might have a big game. I'll put him as man of the match and I'm going to go Alex Johnston to score the first try. You know, it's, it's a bankable commodity back. And if you're back in most weeks for first try, you'll, you know, Doing finish right. about square. I got $46 last week for Luciano Lelua. Well, yeah, they just doubled posters. all the prices for the Tigers players. I'm like, 40 odd dollars for back rowers, the fucking dollar on each back rower for the Tigers. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Good shopping. Oh, mate. How can you? No back rowers, $46. I didn't even I look. Uh, who so, you play? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even look. Otherwise, I would have done it myself. Ollie. So first try score is going to be David Nofaluma at some point within the first five minutes. The commentators will be going crazy about how the Tigers might be the, the new team, you know, that takes down the Giants and the, this could be a sign for things in the future and then they'll get flogged. Um, Cameron Murray will remember he is a very good player and he's up against very not good players still, I'd say, about half the team. Um, he'll be my man of the match and Madge to all of a sudden somehow be back in the same spot he was before the Tigers-Eels game. I'm not saying it's fair or not, but unfortunately that's how it goes for coach. You're a nasty, nasty man. Well, we somehow, like realistically, they've won a game and most people have just forgotten and Madge is fine, but then they'll lose this game and it won't be, oh, let's give him another chance. It'll it'll, it'll be straight back down the shit, won't he? Like, let's be honest. Yes, I agree, Ollie. Unfortunately, two o'clock Sunday nights and Parramatta at Newcastle. Newcastle stick with oh, they get Adam Clune back. I should say they need him, so there's something, I suppose. Parramatta move Panasini into the centres for near Corey. Perham comes onto the wing, and uh, they get Junior Paulo back as well, which will help no end. They will win thirteen plus. They'll get their shit back together and. Uh, probably put on a show against a Knights team that can't match them in the forwards and uh, probably can't match them in the backs. Uh, first try scorer, Penasini, and Gutho, after his little angry ant week, uh, will probably lead him to victory, and I'll probably give him three points. Anyone else? Ollie, you can go next. Yeah, I'll go Parramatta 13-plus as well. Newcastle has sort of just drifted back down to sort of where we were tipping them about at the start of the year. Man of the match, uh, Dylan Brown, to get back into form. And, well, I wouldn't even say he was overly out of form against the Tigers, but to pick back up after last week's little drop-off and I'll say first try scorer, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard crashing over. Gumpy. 13-plus for Para. I think that last week is a, is a hiccup for them. They, they played poorly. They made a lot of errors. I think they'll just go back to basics this week and just go really hard through the middle with with their, their big middles and and then bring on blokes, Madison and Kafusi and Makatal from the bench. And um, the night bench won't match them either when the, the benches sort of match up. I'll go for first try scorer, Hayes Perham, and man of the match for Gutho. Um, I... 
My only concern with Parramatta is Tom Opacek. I don't know about him as a first grade centre. Mm. But at the moment, he's probably maybe the best they've got. But yeah, I don't know what he sort of offers them. But Parramatta win 13 plus. I'm going to go Parramatta 1 to 12. I think um, it was actually, I know everyone's been putting a bit of shit on Madge, but I think um, that he actually gave the blueprint to most people that want to defend against Parramatta and it's leave their halves alone and double team the bloke on their outside and just make sure you've got someone floating around on the inside in case they do go on their own. Because at the moment, they seem to be looking to their outside options way too often rather than running into the line and promoting good ball for the outside men. They just give it to them early. And if you can double up on Papali'i and Lane and Gutherson and pressure them, they make mistakes. Lane makes more mistakes than any back row in the comp. Gutherson, when he's pressured, doesn't does very rarely finds that right pass to put his um, put his winger away. So I think you're going to see a lot of rushing defence on the outside edges from Newcastle, which will cause problems for Parramatta's uh, attack. Parramatta should still win because they will dominate the middle. I am actually expecting quite a good performance out of Clemmer, now back with Saifidi starting uh, in the front row. And Frizzell's been good every game he's played, even when he hasn't played to his best. He's still been one of the better better forwards on the field. Um, Paulo back in helps with Regan Campbell-Gillard and I think Parramatta will win through the middle and I think most of their points will come off second phase play rather than sweeping plays to the outside edges just because of what I mentioned in the way a lot of teams are going to depend against Parramatta now after last week. So we've got Parramatta 1-12. to I've got um, man of the match, Moses. I just think he'll dump somebody back inside twice or even put Papalia for one and dump someone else on the inside. And that two, two try assists will be enough to win this game. And first try score of Papalii on that right edge for Parramatta. Penrith take on the Raiders at home where they're going for 21 straight wins at Blue Bet Stadium. Uh, they're the same. They're fielding the same 17 as last week for the Raiders. They've flicked chance. He's on the bench now. Rappiner oh, starts yeah. at fullback. Yeah, Savage on the wing, and Harry Rushton is named on the interchange to make his debut. Uh, they're the yeah, the main changes here, Barney. What can you say about Canberra Raiders? I'll be very surprised if I tip them again this season. Um, it's going to be maybe three or four games for the rest of the year unless they do something completely different from what they've been putting up week in, week out. Um, they really need to have a look at their attack. I know they've got some good go forward through the middle, but there's not a lot that comes from it. Even their second phase players sort of tackles just about completed and they just dump it out the back and it goes nowhere and then someone else gets tackled. And probably loses five metres, maybe makes five metres, but there's nothing coming from it. Um, and there's nobody throwing short balls or long balls to put people in into holes. They're just... When the Raiders have the ball, there doesn't seem to be any holes in the defensive line. It doesn't matter who they're fucking playing. And that's because of the way they position their attack and the way that they run their angles. Um, They need to work on that. And Penrith could go through in second gear and win this game by 30. I've got uh, Penrith 13 plus. I think Cleary's just gone from strength to strength since he's come back. I can see him absolutely just pinning this team in their corner and breaking their spirit and then... Forcing five force dropouts, a fucking couple of try assists off the boot, a couple of try assists from passes, and Stephen Crichton to score the first try in the game. Yeah, not much more to add. This will be an exhibition. Let, we'll say 13 plus, but 
could be 22 plus. Um, Cleary, for all the reasons you've just said, we man the match again. Hard to see why anything else would change. And uh, I'll just go with the other centre and make it Targo first try scorer. Oli? Uh, Panner of 28, I mean 13 plus. Sorry, I was just pre 28 will do. We'll take 28. Yeah, that's, fine. that's fine. Um, first try scorer, it's either going to be Tago or me. I think it'll, I'll go with Tago to score the first, the first, third, and fifth try. The second, fourth, and sixth will be scored by May, and then Luai might run over for one. Or Scotty Sorensen with another huge effort. I reckon he, instead of going from the 30 this time, Sorensen should back up from the 60, and yeah, right. I reckon he'll still score. Um, man of the match, Nathan Cleary. You watch Canberra come out and put the best performance they've put on for 20 years and win by 20. He hasn't done his masterclass yet. Don't worry, it'll, it'll come. Penrith will win 13 plus, but I can see that, that Ricky's probably trying to do something different with the attack, putting Rapiner at fullback and putting Savage onto the wing. They might even interchange throughout the game and yep. Savage at fullback and Rapiner on the wing. So at least I guess he, he might try and, and have some. I can see Rapiner doing the kick returns and Savage will play an attack on the. The fullback that yeah. might be sniffing around the ruck and might be able to do a little bit for him. It yep. won't matter. <laughs> um, in terms of that, but you know, you, you might as well give it a crack. We sort of put shit on coaches when they don't change things and don't have a crack. So, I, I he's having a crack with the best he's probably got available. Um, I'm concerned with someone like Sammy Vallame in this game, how he's going to hold up defensively. He, he's always in Barney's stats as somebody that misses, he's on the top list of missed tackles. and or Liam Martin on, on that side of the field. I think he's going to have some real issues there. Um, that's why I'm going to go kick out the first try. I'm going to get away from the obvious and go for a little bit yeah. of value because yeah, nice. you get no like value it. out of May and Tago and whatnot at Penrith. Now you're getting $6 them. So yep. you might as well go for kick out and get some pro- And look, Nathan Cleary, man, the match. Um, pretty easy choice there. Give me a minute. Antic Day kicks off with the traditional Dragons and Roosters clash. I assume it's at the SCG. Yes, it is. Uh, where the Dragons keep the same 17 that defeated the Knights last week. For the Roosters, Naguama's out of the team. With Momorowski coming in at centre. Suwali stays in the wing. And uh, Crichton officially named to start in the back row. Takiyaho comes onto the bench. Gump, how's the Anzac Day kicking off? Uh, I'm going to pick the Roosters 1-12. to 12. It's always a pretty emotional encounter. I think both teams sort of get up for it and pen- pencil it in on, on the calendar as, as a big match for them. Um, I think the Roosters, despite being clunky and... A bit frantic this year. I think we'll, we'll still have too many guns for, for the Dragons. Um, I, I anticipate that their forwards will will really dominate the Dragons' forwards in this game. And then the, we might see, hopefully, some free-flying footy from the Roosters and see the best of them. Um, the Dragons, I guess their back five still hold the key there. And and hopefully M-Bi can join the party with the other four and... Get, get a little bit of um, extra yardage for them and, and create a little bit. I'm going to go first try scorer for Suwali and man of the match for Tedesco. 
I'm going to go one to twelve roosters as well. Uh, they, yeah, tough contest and still clunky the roosters. So would want to see him before I really back him to score any more points. Uh, going to say Angus Crichton. Now he seems to be fitter and um, hitting the line a little bit harder. He might get both man of the match and first try scorer for me. Oliver? Yeah, I'm going to go Roosters 1-12 to 12 as well, um, purely because the, the word we've been using is clunky, and I think they still will be a little bit, but at the end of the day, a much better side than the Dragons. I'm going to go first try scorer, though, Zach Lomax. Man of the match, James Tedesco. Although, uh, nothing against Moses Mbai. I do have to disagree with what Gump said before, how he hopes he sort of joins the party with a back five. I very much hope he don't. He doesn't, and that's purely because I want to see Tyrone Slot. Oh, start. I agree, but I hope for but, St. George's chance yeah. of winning. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, I agree with you there. I think it's um I know I think we've been scared off by the Roosters playing as poorly as they have done recently. I'm gonna go with them 13 plus after the defensive output that the Dragons put up against the Knights when they realistically only had two players that were bending the line at any different time. There's gonna be three or four different blokes in out of the Roosters team that are gonna be bending this line back and they're gonna do it through the middle and then they're gonna do it on the edges as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they've been told to direct all their attack quickly to an edge and then come back on that 45-degree angle. And I can see a lot of points coming on either side of the goalposts uh, through your, through Walker, through Crichton, through Tupanua um, and Tedesco. Yeah, so I've got man of the match, Tedesco. I think he's going to break the line at will at different times during this game and set up his men on his inside and outside. And then you're gonna have, I'm going to go with um, Tupanua for the first try scorer. Beauty. And the other now traditional game is the Storm taking on the Warriors at uh, Amy Park. Storm welcome back the Bromwiches, uh, which, uh, yeah, not a bad effort last week to do what they did and be missing two international forwards, but they get them back, which pushes Cheese back to the fence, uh, the fence, the bench with Elorio. And um, for the Warriors, what have we got here? Uh... Oh, they get Matt Lodge back. He's back into the starting lineup, and um, they've named both Curran and Johnson. They both had bumps, but um, at this stage of playing, I suppose a long turnaround helps them there. Thirteen plus to the Storm. Do we need to talk about this too much? Uh, Warriors will make them earn it, but I think they'll blow out late, like most teams tend to do. Cam Munster's hot form is going to continually have a couple of try assists, and uh, as will Justin Ollum's hot form. I think first try score is. Pretty much playing as good a footy last two weeks as he had in a while. So um, not too much analysis from me, Gump. This could be a clinic, to, to be honest. The Storm are, are renowned fast starters, and if they can start fast here and get a couple of tries early, I think the Warriors might drop their bundle. And it be could be really nasty if the Storm have a, have a night and they... Look, their five out of ten is enough to win this game, 13-plus. I'm going to pick Pappy for the first try, and I will pick Harry Grant, man of the match. I'm going to keep going, Harry, because I've got a good amount of money on him to win the the Dally M, so I'm just going to keep picking him every week and and hope he, he... Jams Jackson points, but I don't think he'll win it because he's got too many other guys in the team that will take points from him, like... 
all you of know, them. Munster and Pappy and all those blokes will take too many points from him to win it. Man? I honestly don't think they'll have to do too much out wide, to be honest. I think they're going to run rough shot up the middle and um, it'll be off the back of Harry Grant. He'll be putting second rowers, front rowers over for tries. He may even put a kick out to Xavier Coates to score the first try <laughs> on that right edge. Um, I can see... I can clearly see Harry Grant winning this game. Um, if Melbourne Storm get on the front foot, which I expect they will within the first 10 minutes, I think he will just direct all the play straight down the middle at either side of the post. And again, in, as I said in the last game, you're going to see a lot of tries coming just on the edges of the post from inside balls, outside balls, and blokes darting out of dummy half themselves. So Storm 13+, plus Harry Grant, man of the match, and Xavier Coates, first try scorer. I'm going to go Melbourne 13 plus as well uh, for the obvious reasons, but also, and I'd have to check, I think pretty much consistently every year, Melbourne get their biggest home crowd of the regular season, at least on Anzac day. So they'll have a, a big following there as well. First try scorer. I'll also go Xavier Coates, but for man of the match, I'll go Jerome Hughes because I'm pretty sure it, just for some reason, ever since there were those big rumors that he was actually going to sign with the Warriors a couple of years ago, I swear every single time he's versus he's just yeah. absolutely like blitzed him. Yep. So I'm tipping that to not change here. Beauty. Um, that covers off our preview of Anzac round. Barney, do you want to quickly touch on some PTC results? And Yes, I need to go back to the pages that I was just looking at. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's okay. <laughs> so we have Pop Rod still running first. He's um he's five points ahead of second on forty two points. Second overall is Rini eighty seven on uh he's on thirty seven points. Bevo, who's currently running seventh overall, is leading the footy and froffies. He's running first on thirty six points. Jen Jen is running second on thirty five points, and I'm running third on thirty four points. Oliver is running thirty fourth on thirty two points, and Daggy is running forty second overall on thirty one points. I don't have an updated footy and frothies because I didn't yeah, have enough fun. time to spend. And generally, um, our our mate has a round wrap up by now, and he <laughs> the long weekend. He's a day off by the looks of it. So we'll forgive him this once. <laughs> Super coach. It is what it is. Takes the weekly belt. It has been taken from Shanika. So Clint has taken the weekly uh, the weekly belt. The top score this week was 1,148, and that came from Danon. Against who? Yourself. But you only scored fucking 800 and something, so you weren't beating anyone. 900. <laughs> fair, well, fair you've got to try, mate. Callan and Danon are running, ten, uh, are running equal first on 10 points. Callan with the... Uh, running first on the margins. Gumpy's actually jumped over Daggy and is running ninth overall on six points. Daggy with four points is running 10th. I'm running 14th out of 20 on four points and Oliver is running 19th on two points. Where this do I week... play Ollie? I need another win. <laughs> <laughs> this week, the person that is playing Clint is the Dagster. Yes, another chance. <laughs> chance. Uh, yeah, I missed out by four points this week. But so anyway. Barney, Barney, you did I'm... on downgrades as well. You were ahead before yeah, they downgraded good. you. Yeah, yeah, good. Anyway. Barney, I'm a, I'm a little bit confused. Am I in contention for the weekly belt this week or not? No, no, you're not. <laughs> With where you are, I don't think you can ever get it. It's too far <laughs> behind. But I still got the <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, 
It helps if you change your team and don't leave Payne Haas as the captain. I no, I took him out today. And yeah, he's but he's playing over. this week. Playing this he, week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want him this week. But trust me, I got a I got a good bit oh, of you money. got a plan. Yeah, I got right. a, a trick up my all right, good luck. Um uh yeah, anything we need to talk about for Supercoach. Uh you're one of the millions of people. Oh, well Tamalolo's now back in Blake the Taff. fucking frame. Oh, Tamalolo is now back, mm. and if he's only mid five hundreds, he's if he's going to be doing what he's doing the last two weeks, he's someone you want to be looking at. I wonder if he could be the trick that's up my sleeve. <laughs> Good luck, um, Blake Taff. Yeah, he's going to start making some cash. So if you're looking for someone who's going to make cash, he's definitely going to make cash over the next two or three weeks. Um, if you haven't got Harry Grant by now, you've probably missed the boat, and you're going to have to pay overs. Um, it is what it is. Same with you, you, the likes of Munster and Pappenhausen. They're exactly the same. You're going to have to pay overs to get them into your team now. But if you're going to do it, now's the time to go and get them. Um, yeah. Make sure you save a couple of trades. Don't be using two trades every week from now on in until just past origin because it's going to absolutely destroy the back end of your season. That <laughs> I can never, promise you that. That will never happen, Will. <laughs> That's why I didn't make any trades last week. Yeah, right. Mm, okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's uh, no real cheapies around. Unfortunately, call is out. Rushton might be a watch for the next couple of weeks, but what's it all mean? You get by, to go, yeah. By the time you get to that stage. Uh, and to finish off our disaster class barn. Yeah, so we all missed out. Um, Parramatta, the Tigers cost me my round six, <laughs> my round six bets last week, unfortunately. We've all dropped $50, so Gump's in at minus 200. I'm in at minus $14.60. Dagster is a positive $225 at this point, and Oliver is still a positive $360 at this point if you've been betting with $50 each week. Uh-oh. Last week, did I change yes. I changed from Olakawatu first try scorer to Charlie Staines out of spite, didn't I? Yes, you did. So it only cost me <laughs> anyway. Different if you dwell on it. Um, who else did I have? Gutho and someone. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's in the past. Tago and Manu and Gutherson yeah, all the score. Gump, you got a bet for us this week? I think this week I, I was going to go really simple and just pick Penrith 13 plus and Melbourne 13 plus so I could get a pay. But I'll, I'll add a few to that. I'll pick South head to head, Para head to head, Penrith 13 plus, Melbourne 13 plus, and that's $3.60. I'll have all 50 on that. Oliver? I'll go. Penrith one to twelve and Melbourne one to twelve, just because tipping the <laughs> Warriors is, is too far even for me. All right, uh, Barney, or you want me to do it while you're scrolling away? Yeah, go for it, mate. All right, uh, Roosters, Penrith, and Storm or head to head, and then I'm going to throw Para in minus the line, which is eight and a half, and I'm going to throw the Tigers in plus the line, which is eleven and a half. Uh, that's giving you five dollars. 70 something, call it six between the friends. whole 50. Yeah, yeah, right. throw the whole 50 yeah. on it. I'm struggling to find too many other crazy bets these days when everything's a dollar four. What have you got? Yeah, no, I get you. I'm gonna go with Talakai to score the first try for the Sharks at uh, $12. I'm gonna put half my money on that, so I'll put $25 on that one. And to be honest, I'm still scrambling at the moment to find anything else. <laughs> um, we'll go with Sharks, Souths. Penrith and Melbourne all head to head. It's only going to get you probably two dollars fifty. Yeah, it's about even. Twenty five dollars on that. Similar. Anyway, 
please gamble responsibly, everybody, and don't inbox players that um, let you down and tell them what dickheads they are, because that just <laughs> makes you one. Uh, anything to add, boys? For me. Nope. Very nah. good. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, have a safe uh, Anzac Day weekend, guys. Uh, stay safe. And we'll talk to everyone next week to look back on this round and forward to round eight. Catch you guys soon.